sitting down with new CSUN head coach, Mark Godfrey. Coach, first of all, welcome back to Southern California. I know it was kind of part of your travels in your career. How's it like to be back? Well, I think it's been great. You know, the three or four months I've been here have been special. And, uh, you know, I've got a lot of friends in Southern California and a lot of people that, you know, I got to know really well while I was at UCLA. Um, obviously, it's an unbelievable place to live. And uh, you know, I have two of my five children out here with me, so that's been, been fun. But I think overall it's been great. You know, the, the challenge of the job is it's going to be interesting because it's a real challenge right now. But uh, it has been good just overall being back in Southern California. All right. I know, you know, a big part of it was Dr. Harrison recruited you, but the question I guess everybody's asking is, why CSUN? Why now? You're an accomplished guy. You've coached in the ACC mm -hmm. and the SEC. Mm -hmm. How do you see, what's your view of this job for you right now? Well, it was interesting. When uh, this past year when I was with the Mavericks, I would probably say that I, I did miss having a team. You know, I enjoyed being in the NBA and, you know, being involved with the front office stuff, but I missed, you know, having a group of young people to coach. I think that's probably where I have been the most comfortable. And uh, and then, you know, you start looking around the country, and, and uh, you know, very honestly, at the very beginning, I probably didn't have a lot of interest in Northridge. And then, you know, I think once, you you know, I started to think it through a little bit more and back to Southern California and uh, in a league that's got a lot of parity. That made a lot of sense to me, you know, walking into a, a college job where, there are three or four teams in the league that just have far greater resources than you do. You know, our league doesn't have that, you know, fairly somewhat equal, you know, by, by most of the schools. Uh, you know, once you started to kind of put some things together, it started to make a lot more sense to me to say, okay, this could be a lot of fun. Uh, it's definitely, for me, I think er everywhere I've been, I've had a big challenge. You know, Alabama was, was down when I took the job. NC State was down when we took the job. You know, obviously, Northridge has struggled. And, uh, you know, so I've done it before. Uh, this is going to be the biggest challenge because of kind of where uh, and how far, you know, down, you know, the program has been. And But um, you know, I, I just started looking at it as a as an opportunity, a challenge, come back to Southern California, quality of life. You know, a lot of those things made sense to me. Every coach, you look at them, not just you, everybody across the board. I mean, a Jim Calhoun or even somebody at that level mm -hmm. has won national championships, and Jim mm -hmm. Herrick, mm -hmm. they're pluses and minuses. But one thing, whatever mm -hmm. you want to say about Mark Rodfrey, mm -hmm. looking at your record, when you show up, mm -hmm. teams start to win. Mm -hmm. What are the principles that lead to that? You, it happened at Alabama when you mm -hmm. got there. Mm -hmm. happened at NC State when you mm -hmm. got there. Mm -hmm. And I know there are a lot of boosters that I've been talking to. They hope that yeah. happens here. Yeah. What what are the three two or three things maybe that you instill that allow that to happen? Well, I was lucky when I went to UCLA, so I got to start off with Jim Herrick, and I learned from him how to build a program and how to lay a foundation with fundamentals every day in practice. And uh, you know, I think a lot of coaches try to do uh, so many things that sometimes we skip the fundamentals of the game. And that's where I learned that from Jim, how to develop a practice plan, uh, how to play offensively and defensively. I think, uh, you know, establishing a culture that's attractive or that's, you know, where the whole campus is proud of it. Um, and so, um, you know, I, I do believe that we have had some success fixing some things. Uh, and hopefully we can do it here. You know, I think there's a lot of resources here. Uh, the number of students on this campus is it's impressive. The campus itself is impressive. 
uh, administration. I mean, all those things. So now we just got to kind of come in and lay a good foundation and start. And you're not going to do it overnight, uh, but we hope to do it quick. You know, I mean, this is not one of those five, ten-year plans. This is we're here to win and figure out how to do it quickly. Uh, you brought up Coach Herrick, and I obviously was going to ask you about him, but in watching some of the workouts, the off-season workouts that you guys have conducted, mm -hmm. it's interesting to me because really you have Coach Herrick in essence kind of running the session, mm -hmm. and you're – you know, you're like Bear Bryant. You're, you're kind of circling up top. I, I equate it to you're kind of the commanding officer, mm -hmm. and he's your drill sergeant. I hope that's not insulting mm -hmm. the Coach Herrick, but mm -hmm. that's fair. But a lot of coaches in your position mm -hmm. would be hesitant to have a guy like Coach Herrick on your mm -hmm. staff. But obviously, you guys have mm -hmm. a longstanding relationship. But is it also because you guys just know how to work together? Is that, is that how that kind of came about? Well, we had a great working relationship for seven years at UCLA, and then obviously that culminated with the national championship. So that creates a bond that, that you'll have for the rest of your life uh, on every championship team. You know, So there's, there's that bond that he and I have. But uh, I also have been a firm believer in hiring people that are better than me. You know, I want people that are really good at what they do. Some coaches, I think, are maybe they're – insecure in that way or you know somebody else will get the credit or somebody else you know uh i've never been that guy you know i want to have the best staff and uh, my ego's fine i don't need you know all that and you know you're talking about when I, in jim herrick a guy that uh, you know you go back and really study him you know people will always remember the ucla national championship but then if you go back and look at what his teams did at pepperdine his teams did at rhode island when I was at Georgia, you know, I was at Alabama, I mean, I was at Alabama, Jim was at Georgia. Um, he's done it everywhere. You know, he's won everywhere. And more importantly for me, it's not only the winning, but I've always kind of envied uh, his former players and how they gravitate towards him. And he's a great relationships with those guys. And so I, my hope was he could bring all that here, you know, bring that ability to connect with the players. Uh, bring your wisdom, bring all that you have, and then have fun with it. You know, I want him to have fun every day, which, you know, we hadn't played a game yet, but I think overall in practice every day he's having a ball, and that's uh, important to me. All right, you mentioned it. Let's jump into it. Uh, you've had a couple of months now of off-season workouts, mm -hmm. and some of them more formal than mm -hmm. others, and I know you can't always be there. It's mm -hmm. a limit that yep. NCAA puts on how uh -huh. often you can do, uh -huh. but – what are your observations? What are some of the things you've taken? What are some of the things you're maybe surprised about at how well this team's doing it? And what are some other things? I know last time you were getting on about turnovers. Mm -hmm. So what are some things? That's, obviously, you want to improve. You want to be better in mm -hmm. February than you are in November. Yep. But give me a baseline assessment right now of where you guys are at. Practice starts, I believe, a week from, from yesterday. Yep. Well, I think the most important thing is establishing practice habits. And how are you going to practice every day? Because I do believe that's a direct uh, correlation of how you play. And, you know, very candidly, I think when we first got here in April, there was, uh, you know, the, there were some habits that needed to be changed. You know, whether it was guys that, you know, strolling into practice, you know, barely in time for it to start, or not understanding how hard to practice in every drill. Uh, you know, the encouragement of to each other, constantly, uh, you know, being a fan of your teammate and encouraging your teammates. There was a lot of things that uh, we needed to change. And uh, I think the guys that are here today, the guys that kind of made it through that transition period, they're excited about the changes. They understand. You know, kids know how uh, to do things the right way. And a lot of times they just need to be 
you know, um, conditioned to do things in the right way. So for us, it's been about practice habits, practice, um, you know, each day making it the best possible, hardest, best practice we can for that hour, hour and a half, two hours, whatever it may be, we're in the gym. And, um, and then you got a guy like Terrell that you can build around who's great character, young guy, who's a good player. Um, you know, and we brought in some guys that we think are good players but also have great character. And so, you know, it's just a process to kind of change, you know, the route that the program was going, and then you're going in a whole different direction now. And uh, But that's a process that takes, takes each and every day to do it. One thing I've definitely seen from your staff, even in the early mm -hmm. days, is mm -hmm. these guys come in with definite sense of how to go about their business. Mm -hmm. And I think that can directly be attributed mm -hmm. to yourself and your staff mm -hmm. and what you thought. Um, you mentioned uh, Terrell Gomez. What about some of the other holdovers? I know I noticed last time, you know, Blair and, and Jonathan Guevara have been getting into a lot of the mm -hmm. drills in terms mm -hmm. of the scrimmages. Mm -hmm. but how, would you, how would you assess what they bring, and aside from the experience, what they bring to this program? Well, I think the one thing that, uh, like, Blair, Jonathan, even Alex, is, those three guys, you know, have been here, they've, they've done a good job of establishing how um, you should practice, and I think they've taken to that from us. We've also got some guys like Kaba, uh, Lamine, Jared, who were here but didn't play a ton. You know, Lamine and Jared both redshirted. Right. So they're just kind of learning. But I think overall that group of, of guys that was here last year would probably um, say that they're excited about, you know, being a part of the way it have, is now. And they yeah, and they're, they're, they see it and they understand. Because, you know, kids know and they understand if you practice hard and play hard and have great attitudes and you're cheering for one another, uh, the whole experience changes. Uh, as opposed to if you're not doing all those things, you're not practicing hard, not playing hard, and, you know, you got selfish guys or there's not a lot of uh, enthusiasm, then it's not a lot of fun. And so that's changed a lot. And then, we obviously can't go through every player. We don't have a lot of time. But I'm going to bring up a couple of guys, a couple of the newer guys that I've mm -hmm. been impressed with in the workouts. Um, you know, Elijah Harkless came in as a freshman. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he's going to make freshman mistakes down the road like everybody yep. else. But, yep. man, in your workouts, he didn't look like a freshman. He no. looks like he's just relentless yeah. and ready to go. Yeah, and I think Elijah is a player that uh, can hopefully have a great career here. Um, you know, it's like every player, there's a lot of areas that he needs to improve on, but uh, we're really excited about him. I am personally. He was the first player I watched play, first high school player that I watched after taking the job, and you know, he was the first guy we kind of zeroed in on to say, okay, this is a guy we really want, and uh, I'm excited for him. I think he's going to be a fun player for our fans to watch. You mentioned fun player. I think a fun guy for me to watch has been Rocket Anderson. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's an older guy. He's a JC guy. Mm -hmm. I know we were talking earlier about, you know, you need kind of older guys to get mm -hmm. things going here. What can he bring to you guys on the court? And is he the kind of guy that can maybe be a leader for this team? You know, he might be. I think that uh, with Rocket, we know he can score the ball. You know, he averaged over 30 points a game in junior college in the state of California, and that's impressive to me. Um, and I think a lot of times with players that played at, uh, you know, two-year colleges, it takes them just a little bit of time to adjust. You know, and most of the time it's not first game. You know, they just come out of the gates. Now, it may be. I hope it does uh, for him. But at the same time, I think if we're patient with, with Rocket, he can become another guy for a two-year period here that can be a really good player in the Big West. So, you know, it's just a day-by-day -day process with him, um, kind of learning again what – uh, you know, has to happen at this level, how hard you practice every day and 
how uh, important it is to pay attention to detail and those type of things. But I think once he kind of gets everything under his belt and gets comfortable, he's got a chance to be really good. I think one of the pluses you'll have this year, Coach, is that you seem to have some front court depth finally. You know, you mentioned uh, Lamine Janae earlier. Mm -hmm. But a couple of the younger guys, and I know, again, they're freshmen, they're mm -hmm. young, so they're going to make some mistakes, but that have really imp have mm -hmm. stepped up is Teddy Ching has looked pretty good in the yep. workouts. Yep. And I've been impressed with Michael Wu as well. Yep. Yep. Can you give us a little bit about those guys? Both guys that are true freshmen, I think, have a chance to be really good players here. And we're excited about both of them. Um, you know, Michael has a little more size, a little bigger and, and a little thicker and very skilled. And uh, I personally think Michael has a chance to be a great player in this league. And, you know, again, you have to temper that somewhat because they're freshmen. They never played a college basketball game yet. But I, I look, try to look down through the crystal ball, and I would say those guys got a chance. You know, Teddy is as athletic as any player will have, you know, here. Uh, and really anywhere. I've coached a lot of places and haven't had a lot of guys that athletic. Uh, still needs to learn, you know, how to play and to relax. And, you know, because he goes about 100 miles an hour on every play. But uh, once he settles in, too, I think he's got a chance to be really good, too. So we're excited about both those guys. Last thing before I let you go. I know you got an appointment mm -hmm. to get to. Mm -hmm. um, this is from a, from a, an alum, a fan, mm -hmm. who asked me. He said, you got to ask Coach this. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, the last 10 years for the fans of this program mm -hmm. has been a lot of heartbreak. You know, yeah, yeah. there was that one kind of flash in the in the in the Big West final back mm -hmm. in 2014. But he said, "I want you to ask Coach Godfrey, what is he doing to make it difference? Like, why should we come out? You know, a good percentage of this fan base a little bit down right now. Mm -hmm. Give them a reason to come and pack that matter dome and get loud and get crazy. Well, I would you guys take the floor. I, I would say to all the fans, if you look over the track record that I've had as a head coach, obviously Jim and you know our staff." This isn't our first rodeo. We've, we've done this before. And so, you know, it's there's some trust that we would ask people to have is to trust us in how we're going to play, how we're going to build a program. And then, you know, it's kind of uh, it's the chicken or the egg question sometimes. You know, people say, well, which comes first, winning or great crowds, you know, or, or do great crowds help winning? And it's really a it's really a concerted effort. You know, we need to do our job, play better, play harder. We need to be an attractive uh, thing for people to come watch. But then on the other hand, we need the fans, you know, these young kids. And if you're talking about a team this year that, you know, really Terrell Gomez is the only player that's had real significant minutes on this team. Everybody else has never played. And so, you know, when we have the opportunities to play at home, we've provided a good schedule and good teams coming in here. We need the fans. You know, these players need that. They need that push from behind with the fans, too, from uh, having a great atmosphere. So it's kind of a, you know, we both got to do our job. You know, fans, we need them to do their job. We need to do our job. And hopefully together, then we can really build something cool here. Build it together. That's it. November 6th, folks. That's it. You got get, it. get your seats in the Matador. Mark Godfrey, thanks for sitting down with us. Appreciate it. You got it. Thank All you. Right. Thank you.